0: hi everybody welcome to the women's dating and confidence podcast my name is amber and today i have a client of mine who is joining us for the episode and she's going to share her story with you of how she created a relationship in the middle of the pandemic and i think her story is really encouraging because what i always hear on consults including with her is that women are feeling hopeless in dating And sometimes it can be difficult to wrap our mind around the transformation that's available to us when we're in that hopeless state. So I'll leave the rest for the actual interview. And before we get into that, I wanna let you know about two things. One is my free guide. It's called Copy and Paste Text for When He's Pulling Away or Acting Flaky. It's kind of the training wheels of communication in the early stages of dating and you can get that guide in the show notes below and then if you're interested in creating a transformation like my client who's coming on today then you can schedule a free consultation with me to learn more about coaching and the link for that is also in the show notes. All right, let's get into the interview. All right, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. So, I really wanted you on to kind of share your experience of dating, especially because it was a really special time during the quarantine, Um, and you had a really amazing growth experience from the first time that we spoke until now when you're in a relationship. So thanks so much for being here.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. So let's start with some of the basics, just so everybody knows who we're talking to. So how old are you?
1: I'm thirty years old.
0: Okay, and you live in New York, right?
1: Yes, I do. I live in Brooklyn.
0: Okay, And what's dating like in New York?
1: Dating in New York can be tough because there are so many people, there's so many options, so many places to go on a date and so many different neighborhoods. so it can be kind of tough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so we spoke for the first time on March 7th.
1: Um, So Mm -hmm. I looked
0: back at our consult notes and that was like right when the quarantine was starting.
1: Um,
0: And so what were you experiencing in dating up until that point?
1: Um, Well, I called you kind of during a crisis Mm because I was very heartbroken and I started listening to your podcast because I was heartbroken. And I was like, I need help. I think I'm doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so dating up until, you know, when I called you and before then it was difficult. It was a struggle. I wasn't sure what I was doing.
0: Yeah. And what was the most difficult part of dating?
1: I would say just kind of knowing if I was doing the right thing. I was just never sure if i was if I was doing something wrong to mess up certain dates, or if I was just just I guess just not knowing, just not having confidence to go to navigate this dating space, mm-hmm.
0: I would say, yeah, yeah. And so what was your heartbreak that you were coming like just kind of getting out of or in the middle of? Uh,
1: yeah, so I basically, i I went on one date with a guy in New York, and I really fell for him. But the problem was he lived in Denver. So I actually went out there to see him. And during that time, I had a great time and I thought everything went really well. And at the end of that trip, he when I asked, Hey, can I see you again? He basically said, like, No, I don't really want to. I don't think I want to see you again. And I was just, I was just, so heartbroken I just was like wow how can this person who I like so much do this what did I what did I do wrong how can I fix it
0: Mm. yeah yeah and so what like since then um what is your perspective on it now kind of looking back
1: now I can see it as a big learning experience um you know after we talked maybe uh, that he wasn't a good fit for me. Maybe there were definitely some issues um, with that possible relationship, you know, in my head, what I thought could have been a relationship. There was probably some issues there. And just, yeah, just like learning all that and trying to getting, like, coming overcoming that heartbreak with some different perspective
0: that you gave mm-hmm. me. Yeah. 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 And I also remember, um, during our consult, one of the first things that we spoke about is kind of, first of all, you didn't have a lot of clarity around what it was that you were looking for.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, what you were looking for was like your standards were a little bit low and weren't about, it was more about the person versus how the person is towards you, which is something that we talk about a lot on the podcast. So, um, what has, like, how has that grown since you started to consider that more and, like, realizing that you actually need to um, turn up your dial for what it takes to decide that somebody um, is actually, like, a person you could be in a relationship with?
1: Yeah, like, that, you know, after learning some of that, um, yeah, my standards definitely went up. I started to understand kind of Um, It doesn't matter really what kind of job they have or, you know, what their life looks like. What really matters is just like some, uh, like how they communicate, how they treat me. And I wasn't really considering those things when I was dating. I was kind of only considering maybe like how their life looked and how I could be part of their cool and interesting life. And now I realize that it's not really all about that. It's just you have to make sure that they treat you right and are communicative and i and i feel like that you know we think that can come naturally like that idea like to understand that idea like obviously they have to treat you right but i i didn't quite view i didn't quite see it that way when i was when you know before we
0: started working together Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and so i'm also curious so you scheduled that call in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. You're like, I think it's a great time to start dating now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what was going through your mind that you thought it was a good idea to start? dating coaching like right yeah. when like I mean I have to admit I was scared for my own business when they announced the concept of social distancing I was like this will not be good for business um so what was going through your mind that you thought that was the ideal time to get started on this area of your life
1: well I think just like I I was just so ready for a relationship and I feel like things weren't going how I wanted them to go and I was just I had enough and I needed help Mm -hmm. And I knew something could be done better. I just didn't know what. And I was listening to your podcast for a few weeks, um, you know, after the heartbreak, like between the heartbreak and then between our call. And I was just like ready. I was like ready to learn. I wasn't really thinking about the pandemic. I was more just thinking about I need to know how to to do this because I'm so ready for a relationship and I just want to do it right and I want to understand, you know, what I could do better. So I was just really excited to learn. I think that was kind of where I was
0: headed. Yeah. And then you did date in quarantine. You did video dates, walking dates. And how was that?
1: That was all really good. Actually the video dates are really good. I keep telling my friends to try it because it's easy. You just like yeah, you don't have to you don't have to get up and go anywhere. It's just And you can kind of get to know the person almost the exact same way as you, as if you're sitting
0: across from them at a bar. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I like it because you can kind of, there have been instances where I've done video dates where I'm like, oh, I'm glad I didn't leave the house for this. Like, this is not a great fit. Um, And also I did a video date with somebody who was like in bed, like, oh, they just woke up from a nap. I was like, okay, that's not the right way to do a video date. Um, but I've also had really fun ones. So I think it's just a mixed bag, like dating in general.
1: Yeah, I, I agree.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so it's really interesting as I was um, preparing for this call and kind of looking back over our notes to see the timeline of things. So on our consult on March 7th, you um, said that you felt hopeless in dating. And then on April 23rd, which is just one of our sessions, I took a note. You said it's going to take forever to meet someone. Mm-hmm. And another thing you said there was the man of my dreams doesn't choose me. And that was still coming up from the Denver guy and kind of feeling like that was the man of my dreams and he didn't choose me. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was one thing that we were working through May 7th. You went on your first date with your now boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just um, really interesting to outline how thoughts like it's going to take forever to meet someone. That was April 23rd. By May, you can meet someone. And just because we have that thought doesn't mean that that's the actual truth of what it's going to take or it's going to take so long. It's going to be so much work. And that feels really true, but that's not always necessarily the case. Right. So did it feel like a lot of work to like transform dating or was it fun or what were the more difficult parts and what were the more fun parts?
1: It was definitely fun. I think the more, the more fun part was just like having these new tools under my belt and putting them into practice and also just knowing that, you know, I can do this like that was like very exciting to me. The more difficult parts were were probably just um, maybe I was worried about if I did have a good video call, you know, how I'd maybe meet them in person because I you can only do like so much dating on a video. Mm-hmm. But it did it you know it did so happen that this guy I met, who's now my boyfriend, kind of lived close enough where we did meet up for a for a in-person walk but
0: yeah yeah so yeah so um kind of like navigating the things during the quarantine yes yeah and do you think it was hard to change your approach to dating and like um because there were a lot of things that come up that I, I mean I talk about it on the podcast but like um kind of how things progress and like how to have both. Oh, a big thing that we spoke about was space Mm -hmm. and like feeling really uncomfortable with space in dating and relationships. So was that difficult for you to kind of adjust to, um, not overwatering the plant?
1: It was. And I think I even texted you a few times, you know, being like, what did I do? You know, should I text? I, and it was difficult, um, kind of grasping the concepts but I think eventually I got it just took some patience with myself
0: and support from you Mm -hmm. (laughs) as well um but yeah yeah okay and so then continuing with the timeline March 7th you had your first date with your now boyfriend and on May 22nd um I think that was our last session, that's when you said, Mm -hmm. I have a boyfriend now. So Mm -hmm. what happened there? How did that happen?
1: That was, um, that was kind of a natural progression of how we were dating. Um, It felt very, like, normal, like, no pressure, like, no anxiety. I was just kind of seeing how it was going. And then we had a conversation where we decided, like, let's be exclusive. And it kind of then just went into, okay, let's just be boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how that went.
0: Yeah, and was that usually how dating was for you? Like without the anxiety and kind of feeling like an organic and natural progression?
1: No, usually in the past, if I liked someone, I would feel a lot of anxiety because I would want to know almost, almost after the first date, I, I would be anxious to know if it was going to be a real thing. I was Mm -hmm. like, is this going to be my boyfriend? I'd feel a lot of, you know, anxiety about them if they liked me. Um, So, no, it was definitely not how I was dating before. When I, I, uh, you know, started dating after we talked, I was definitely taking more time to feel the natural progression of the dates.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, did you feel like for this situation you had to play a game or, like, get him to chase you or like pretend or like push or pull or like, any of that kind of stuff to make the attraction yeah. happen? No, I did not. And
1: that was awesome. That was like, so great and like freeing. No. So yeah, there, there was, it was very easy, you know, no games. Like, yeah, it was, it was nice. Yeah.
0: Um, was that something you did in the past? or felt like you had to do, like, get a chase, or, um, like, not text back for this amount of hours if you want him to be your boyfriend kind of thing.
1: Yes, I, yeah, I was totally doing <laughs> I was doing this stuff for years, um, just because, like, I thought those were the rules. I thought that's what, like, you had to do. Yeah,
0: like, those are the rules. Yeah, <laughs> right,
1: exactly. Like, I really thought, I really thought
0: that that was... Yeah, that's how it was supposed to be. Mhm. Yeah, and how are things going now with him? I don't even know this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: no, things are things are going really well. It's kind of interesting because even now that I have a boyfriend, I'm still kind of taking the time to realize that you're still getting to know someone. Mhm. So it's like I almost feel like I'm still dating him, just kind of on like a little bit, like deeper level I don't know if that Mm -hmm. makes sense but yeah yeah so it's 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 just interesting to like I can even incorporate the dating the stuff I learned about dating into this now relationship which is just like taking time seeing
0: how things like naturally progress Mm -hmm. yeah and so what what advice would you give yourself because on our initial consultation you were still crying about the first guy, that Denver guy. So yeah. what do you think she needed to hear from you?
1: Um, I think she needed to hear that the man of your dreams chooses you. Yeah. Like Just because, you know, and you said this to me in one of our sessions, you said the man of your dreams will choose you. So if, the, if he doesn't choose you, and I'm putting that in like finger quotes, then he's not the man of your dreams. And I was like, oh, wow that really
0: mm-hmm. made sense. Yeah, that made sense to me. Awesome. Yeah. And what was it like to have the conversation around exclusivity with the person you're dating now?
1: Um, that was new to me as well, so I was kind of nervous. It was actually went differently than I thought cuz at first I was like, "Hey, can we be exclusive?" And he said that he didn't really see the difference between exclusivity and boyfriend girlfriend. Mm -hmm. and I kind of you know the conversation I would say didn't really conclude until maybe a few days later where we well I think it was yeah maybe a day or two later where we talked again and it was like okay we're boyfriend girlfriend
0: so Mm -hmm. that was yeah that was a bit new for me Yeah. yeah and you were the one who first brought it up right
1: yes I Yes, I brought it up.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because um, actually just today on a call, somebody said, well, I won't bring it up because the guy's supposed to bring it up.
1: Right. Yeah. I thought that too. Yeah. I, I used to think that too. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. But like, it's so like, yeah, it, it it felt like empowering and good to just be like, no, I know what I want, you know, I know what I, and if he's not comfortable with that, I also felt comfortable being like, okay, well, then I have to walk away.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing with another client. We were talking about how we actually have the most loving conversations with people when we're willing to walk away mm-hmm. because then we don't have to manipulate them or try to force them to want what we want because we know that ultimately, even if it's disappointing, we'll be okay no matter what their answer is. Yes. Yes, I agree. That sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) And um, another thing that you said early on was that you hardly meet any guys that you ever like. Um, So was that still the case, like as you were starting to date, like doing the video dates and the talking dates or Mm -hmm. what was your mindset around that going forward? Um, My mindset
1: was kind of you know sometimes it takes more time now I, I understood that it, it can take more time getting to know someone but I was before even before I I did have I was able to be like eh, I don't you know I'm not interested I don't think that's a match um but even with you know my boyfriend now when I when we first went on our date I wasn't sure I was like okay he's cool he's 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 good. I think I, I think I have strong intuition. He's a good guy. I think I'm going to, you know, go on a second date if he, you know, if we, if I ask him and he says yes or vice versa.
0: Yeah. So kind of like being more in touch with your intuition and um, yeah. like, rather than just looking at, because like one of the terms he used before was on paper, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. what's he like on paper versus like, how do I feel about this person? Does he seem like a good guy? And like, what level of attraction do I have?
1: Right. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me about that. Because yeah, that was definitely, definitely a thing like on paper versus an actual good
0: guy. (laughs) Yeah. And so, um, yeah. And so it wasn't like that uh, immediate, like intense attraction from the very first date, but it sounds like it did progress over the few dates that you were going on. Um, and what was that experience like? That
1: was also different for me because usually, you know, it was either, I was either for the from the first date, head over heels, or from my first date, I was like, no, mm-hmm. no, it was one or the other. And um, so this time around, after like learning new stuff, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna like go with my intuition and, and kind of go with these new standards that you gave me. So it was, it I was a little more hesitant, but I was a, I was a little more willing to go on another date and continue to get to know this person because I also understood that it's not, you won't know everything about someone in the
0: first date.
1: Mm-hmm. So I was way more open to to more of a process.
0: Yeah, and I remember you were feeling really pressured to know Like very early on, like, is this gonna be my boyfriend or like, will I, like, does it have that potential? And so we were kind of bringing it back more to like, do you feel like talking to them again? (laughs) Like, do you Mm -hmm. wanna see them again? Like, would Mm -hmm. it feel good to meet them again? Do you feel like you wanna kiss them? And it was like, yeah. Yes. I do want to see him again. I do want to make out with him. I do want to have sex with him. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, if those things are feeling natural, then like keep going. And right. you don't have to know right away. And even if he wants you to make a decision right away, you don't have to give right. into that. You can take your time and getting to know and seeing if it's a good fit. And so do you have any advice for the listeners who are also maybe heartbroken or feeling hopeless in dating or... Um, trying to figure this out in their life I
1: say just keep going like you've got it like you can you're in control like you can do it I actually Amber I listened to one of I don't remember it was one of your most re- recent ones about the marbles Mhm. yeah like you know you just keep reaching the bag for like that marble and I thought that was really good because that really is what dating's like you know you just you just have to just keep going until you meet a good,
0: you know, a good fit yeah keep reaching in the marble bag yeah <laughs> awesome thank you so much for coming on today thanks, and Amber. I can't wait to hear more about how your relationship is unfolding
1: thanks Amber
0: alright cut okay
1: <laughs> 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 I'm sorry I feel like I was so stiff in the <laughs> yeah. oh my god i was so nervous I'm so sorry <laughs>
0: it's totally
1: okay that was great thank you for everything it's like
0: really life-changing thank you thank you
1: appreciate it
0: all right everybody thank you so much for listening to her story if you have some feedback that you want to share feel free to message me on instagram because i like sending that to people who have been on the podcast And if you want to create your own transformation, then you can schedule a consult with me below. And thank you so much for listening today. Have a good day. Bye.